Hello and welcome to another episode of the Ghost Squared podcast. I'm James, your host, and today I'm joined by Alex from Sastock. How are you doing, Alex? Uh, I'm doing well, James. Uh, yeah, good to good to be here in the in the studio. It's not often I'm in the podcast studio. Usually, yeah. <laughs> usually it's over a Zoom call or or Skype if people are still using Skype. Yeah, it, we're we're very lucky to have this little uh, cave under the office to uh, record record uh, podcasts in. It you can't hear a thing in here, can you? It's, no, no, uh, it's great. It's great. <laughs> um, so we take this podcast thing extremely seriously as, as i'm sure you know uh so alex um you are i would say the the expert on running events especially SaaS related <laughs> events uh that i i know of so today's episode is going to be very much focused on that so i'm pretty much going to be chatting with you quizzing you about what you've what you've learned if that sounds all right sounds good sounds all good righty. i don't know about ex- expert I've got, <laughs> I've got i've got experience but uh, uh, humble yeah. as well humble yeah. <laughs> add that to their criteria so um yeah alice do you want to just talk us through like what sas doc is and and how you got started on that journey it'd be cool to hear yeah, yeah i don't sure. know that myself okay no, <laughs> uh yeah no good uh, i mean sas doc is i mean we're i i guess now we're you know we're an events business but uh, what we do is we put on events for uh, SaaS leaders across the world. Um, when we say SaaS leaders, what is a SaaS leader? You know, it's a founder uh, of a SaaS company, B2B. It's their exec team. Um, you know, perhaps it's the, the next gen, those that are thinking about starting up SaaS businesses. Um, uh, and effectively, we, we well, or I, years ago, uh, maybe three years ago, so that's not so long ago, um, I started doing like SaaS meetups, which were like um, supplementing um, uh, this uh, uh, blog and podcast that I was doing sort of back then, mm. which was all like SaaS focused. Uh, and actually, surprisingly, nobody at the time was really doing SaaS meetups. Right, yeah. Um, and this so was only, what, like, f- how many years three ago? Years three years ago. And, yeah. like, the, you know, there was a big, like, uh, certainly in London where we did the first ones, there was a big SaaS, you know, scene there. You know, yeah, players, yeah. like, you know, guys like yourselves, <laughs> Gecko Board, we were yeah, talking yeah. about. And actually, Paul from Gecko Board, the founder, he spoke at the first one. Right, uh, I think cool. Dwayne Jackson yeah. uh, from Cashflow, Jana Batso, um, yeah. you know, these type of people. So there's people in the ecosystem that they were already there. But there wasn't really any events to bring the people together. Yeah, like, everyone re- was doing their own thing. Really, right? surpri- and, really surprised yeah. me. So I just kind of took the initiative to like start doing these SaaS meetups. And the first one, we had like 120 people Amazing. sign up, but about 80 people kind of came on the day. That's, but it, that's a decent, pretty, yeah, decent. It, it was yeah. pretty good. So we did a few of these, and uh, I wasn't necessarily sure where I was taking it. Yeah. Right, but like before I knew it, and I actually I had a full time job at the time. Um, you, you know, I, I had a, a SaaS blog and I had a SaaS podcast and I was running SaaS meetups, right? <laughs> and I thought, okay, well, th- these are There's kind some of, some, something's <laughs> happening here and, you, you know, we yeah. can tie this together. Uh, and then I kind of was starting to think about actually how could this become a business, right? Yeah. Um, and, um, you know, because the audience started to, you know, there was some, you know, newsletter subscribers, there was mm. listeners on the podcast and there was people that were coming to the events. So I thought about like advertising on the on the blog, and I mean there wasn't enough traffic, and like right, uh, yeah. companies like Chartmogul, you know, experimented and you know yeah, gave, yeah. gave us a bit of money for for some ads and some banner sure. ads and stuff. It didn't, you know, it, it they got some ROI on it, but yeah. it wasn't a business, right? You yeah, know, a few, yeah. A few hundred, <laughs> few hundred uh, pounds a month is, is going to cover the rent. No, exactly. <laughs> it's a nice dinner. Um, so, so we, we we saw that advertising, you know, wasn't quite the the, the way forward, and uh, you know, sponsorship of like, uh, you, you know, the blog and the podcast, uh, etc. I think you know also wasn't the right way. So we thought about events being, you, you know, the the kind of way forward, and yeah. you know, at that time there wasn't a big SaaS conference in Europe. So conversations yeah. sort of led to actually, Alex, why don't you do it? And I thought, 
Sounds like a great idea, but I've got no event experience. Oh, at, really? Back so then. you hadn't? I didn't. Yeah, no, my, hadn't I mean, my background is like sales, like selling uh, software, yeah, yeah, uh, IT, that kind of thing for like eleven years. So that was one of the big things. I thought, you know, you know, I really kind of hesitated about should I do this because, yeah, you know, passion and experience. <laughs> so I, I kind of, I think I had the passion, but yeah. I didn't have the experience. Um, but the more people I spoke to, and you know, I was kind of doing customer development, perhaps without knowing that I was doing yeah, customer development. Yeah. Sure, sure. Um, and, and yeah, basically, it just kind of became convinced that you, you know, building a big SaaS event in in Europe uh, was going to work. And you know, companies like for like eight months, all the people that I've been speaking to and companies like Chart Mogul said, look, if you did it, we will sponsor. Yeah. Uh, and people that were coming to the meetups were like, if you did it, we will buy tickets, right? <laughs> so I was like, okay, a lot people, of good signs. If, if yeah. we build it, you know, they will come. Yeah. And, and actually, so when we you know launched the website initially. You know, Chart Mogul sponsored, became first gold sponsor straight nice. away, gave me more runway because, you know, we were bootstrapped. Yeah, yeah. Uh, as soon as we started selling tickets, so like in January 2016, you know, like the first day, the people that had been coming to the meetups bought tickets. And then it just kind of came, you know, grew from there Amazing. from like being this European SaaS event to actually being like a global SaaS event. Yeah, and now, yeah. now we're running like multiple events like yeah. in, in, in our third now year. Now it's gone, like, yeah, yeah, truly global, yeah. yeah. That's an amazing story. So I'm I'm actually amazed you hadn't run anything before doing SaaS nothing. Stock. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> I, I, 2015, 2015 was an interesting year because, but basically, I I, I had this eleven year sales career and I wanted to do something entrepreneurial. Yeah. But I didn't know you know what it was going to be. Right. So I started experimenting and I wrote my first you know blog post and created a blog and then yeah. I started. I'd never done a podcast before and I was crapping myself doing the first <laughs> podcast right um and and so i push i was pushing myself like yeah. but i didn't know where it was going to go and then i started running the SaaS meetups right because i was just taking initiative to try these different things yeah which yeah. kind of tied together but like had never done any of that stuff before and you know was out of my comfort zone but you know by doing that it enabled me to then find you know the path which was you know SaaS stock so amazing yeah. amazing so where like how what's the kind of scale you're at now because i know SaaS stock there's obviously the dublin the big thing in dublin yeah. every year um but there's like loads of events so it seems like every <laughs> month there's something new yeah, going on. yeah, so, um, yeah maybe more yeah, more events to... than we can we, we can handle but yeah. um no so like so we've got like the the first year we just had you know the one event which drew 700 people to dublin uh, wow, from about so from first about, event, seven hundred people. That are yeah, paid tickets as well. Yeah, right? yeah, yeah, yeah. I mean, it was that like, is no mean feat. We, we sp <laughs> I spoke to a lot of people, you know, in the industry that run events before, yeah. and and actually, and also when you do your research, you know, which we did, you know, when yeah. you look at the likes of Web Summit, which is now seventy thousand people plus, <laughs> arguably they, too, they, too yeah, big. <laughs> they, they started at you know around about the three to four hundred number, right. and and most of the the well known conferences, they all kind of started at this three to four hundred number, yeah, yeah. which is the kind of it's like the realistic you know mm. achievable target you know yeah, for a first yeah. year event yeah, you don't aim and for i was like 70,000 on yeah yeah but i was like oh 700 you know it's like I'm, i i i can't quite remember how i came up with the number 700 yeah. but most people raise their eyebrows and thinking that was pretty <laughs> ambitious for a first year um but you know we had 12 months uh, i i thought you know give ourselves a you know a, a big hairy audacious goal and yeah. given 12 months i was like if we can't get 700 you know we obviously we can't do it you know right, we're, we're doing right, something right. wrong 
um, but it was it was so much harder than I expected, right? <laughs> uh, and there were there there were there were moments, obviously, in the first year where you you know I guess sort of months where we weren't necessarily selling tickets and kind of like almost running out of money, yeah. and then you know we pulled in sponsorships and tickets and everything was fine again. And mm. so you know it, it was a, a kind of hairy ride, uh, but we we got there. Um, and then you know uh, because of actually the the uh, the time that we'd spent on thinking about the conference and actually the experience for people uh, and the quality of speakers yeah, and the content yeah. um you, you know uh everybody kind of said that the first conference was better than they expected which is not sort of backhanded compliment it's like, <laughs> but you yeah, thought it was going to be awful yeah no. exactly most people were like oh I wasn't sure but you know yeah. we come and support you yeah, you know yeah, what yeah. I mean and it's I guess there's of, also some scepticism from a lot of people like uh, you know how many experts are in Europe like how much is going on in Europe like surely everything's in the US and kind of countering some of that maybe I, th yeah. I think yeah. so but also I think generally like you know first year conferences the first time like they're, they're, yeah. they're generally kind of lowish budget which is kind yeah, of you, yeah. you, you know uh, I guess it's, it's the, the common way to kind of run it um, you, you know and just that, that first having never done it before things normally go wrong or whatever <laughs> the quality is not like always yeah. that high yeah. but we actually really over invested like so much so that wow. so you, you know we actually lost money on the, on the <laughs> event so it probably wasn't a good idea yeah. but actually it just surprised everybody with sure. like the detail and attention to detail so it, it, it set us up like well for yeah. the following years yeah. so the, the, the f great feedback that we got and everybody was you know being happy and getting return of investment from it you know enabled us to grow and actually double in size you know uh on the second year so we grew it to 1500 people in the second year casual yeah um yeah easy <laughs> uh, uh, like 45 different countries so we had you know the first tickets from like brazil and mexico oh. and australia and this is like one of the nicest things it's wow. like I, i'd never expected that at the outset that we'd be getting you know a founder from mexico yeah. coming over to dublin Do you feel the pressure mounting when you see those ticket sales come in yeah <laughs> yeah i know i'm a, a little bit i just think it's like really nice that actually yeah. we're putting on something and providing like something of value for people that perhaps they don't you know they don't have this uh, type of event in Mexico yeah. City yeah. so you know they're going to travel all of this way I don't yeah. know how many thousand miles but you can edit that in and make, <laughs> make me look smarter um, but you, you know they're coming all this way and then to like meet other SaaS founders and yeah. then you know listen to people like David Skoke and you yeah, know other yeah, founders yeah, yeah. right and we're, we're just facilitating that right and, yeah. and if we do a good job they're, they're going to learn something and you know get return of investment on that so that's like one of the I th one of the nicest things I find about yeah, kind of doing yeah. it and making it kind of truly global yeah so yeah so from 1500 last year when you know now I'll go again like doubling it to 3000 3000 this, this year. year wow um and this is um, in when is it November uh, October, October 15th to the yeah. 17th of October at yeah. the RDS in, in in Dublin um so yeah so it, it it's growing it's growing well but the SAS yeah. ecosystem is growing as well I mean there's, Absolutely, there's yeah, I mean yeah. the, this uh, co-working space is full of SaaS stars exactly right? yeah, yeah yeah the, the scene has just yeah exploded hasn't it um, so how like in terms of the events obviously grown so how has the team grown as well like it, it's I assume it's yeah. not just Alex anymore. No, right? no, no, no. <laughs> yeah, I'm, I'm still... That I mean, would be impressive. 3,000 people are one, one man running it. <laughs> I, I, I thought at the outset that I'd yeah. be able to run it by myself, but yeah, that, yeah. I, I was kidding myself. Um, but <laughs> yeah, so like the first year we were... Um, you know initially you know it was me then i i got in a contractor uh, to help me that had events yeah, experience yeah. uh and, and then another person that came in full time but that was about like three months before the event um uh, they were also you know uh, contracting at that point now they're a full-time employee 
Um, so it was the three of us, and we were really like more for like the set. Well, everything we were doing everything, right? Yeah, sales, marketing, <laughs> you know, operations. Um, but I, I also partnered at the outset with a production company. Um, oh right, okay. Uh, a, a company called Catapult. Um, they're based in Ireland, uh, and basically they did all the creative, um, the event management, and the production of the event. Oh wow. like, On the site, so to kind of make so it a look lot professional. Of that stuff handed out, handed over to them. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So we that. we yeah, were like, yeah. okay, let's focus on building the product, which yeah. is the event recruiting the speakers selling you know the event right Uh, and then the actual execution of the event it's like well uh, let them do that right but i'm I'm there to kind of like guide and advise um so that that helped it it cost a bomb (laughs) (laughs) right um uh, but it, it, it helped make it look like a professional yeah. event from day one, yeah. right? Um, and, and, and so I think it was a good investment. And we still work with, with, with Catapult uh, to date. Um, the, the second year, we grew to six people. So we actually started to get our first, like, you know, uh, marketing hires sort of on board. Right. But still, like, in year two, we were just sales and marketing. Mm. And then Catapult did all the, you know, production, you, yeah. know, uh, you know, for us. Uh, now we're 12 people uh, as I speak to you today but we'll yeah. be like in July so ne- uh, we'll be I think like 14 or, or 15 okay, yeah. um, so we're, we're we're growing yeah um, you know last year we were mainly you know all kind of senior roles people with lots of experience not necessarily experience in events but experience in uh, just work and uh, <laughs> yeah, life yeah. <laughs> uh, um, yeah. uh, but now we're kind of hiring more like you know kind of like smart young grads to kind of come in and like train up um, sure, sure. a little bit cheaper on the the overheads yeah, as well yeah, yeah. but um, uh, but yeah so we're we're, we're we're 12 people so we have you know the sales function we've got marketing yeah uh, we're actually building out you know our kind of uh, events operations team sort of in-house now okay, okay so yeah. with all the 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 SASTOC tours or the roadshow that yeah, we've been yeah. doing recently we've just been managing that all ourselves uh, and not using like any third-party uh, nice, companies nice. Um, yeah. so so yeah we're like, the conference is doubling in size every year the team is doubling in size yeah. uh, every year uh, revenues have tripled like every Amazing. year um which is good so yeah but it's hard work I was, yeah yeah well <laughs> oh, yeah clearly <laughs> i was gonna say because like obviously when you when you're focused on the SaaS world you always sort of have this assumption of mrr and arr and this the lovely like recurring revenue aspect of a business but with the conference world and running events you you have to fight for that revenue every time. Right? Yeah, and yeah, it's, like yeah. I, I sometimes wish I was in a SaaS business. <laughs> yeah, <so. laughs> yeah. How can you SaaSify yeah. tickets? I, I, see, I see. all. I'm, I'm, I'm friends with a lot of like SaaS founders on Facebook, and I see yeah. they're always on holiday. You know, <laughs> <laughs> like, they're just like you've got this recurring revenue coming in, and they're off kiteboarding and, like somewhere yeah, in like yeah. you know Northern Africa or something like that. It's like great. <laughs> I, I'm still waiting for my first holiday this year, but but yeah, it is tough, and it's one of the the, the hardest things, and so like a, a drawback of being in the events business. Business, right is that you know the revenue is not super predictable yeah exactly. it's very spiky it's all like obviously driven by you know your efforts and the yeah. the ability to execute against like effective like you know marketing campaigns yeah um it, it's hard to convert people right mm. because there are so many factors that you know if especially if you're a first-time event they've never heard of you, you've got no credibility yeah. so maybe it's this, it, that transfers to you know first-time businesses totally, right totally. but you, you know so this word of mouth ne- needs to build that you, you know people need to uh, make decisions 
decisions about taking time away from their business and their exactly, office, their yeah, family, really right? you know, yeah. the, the cost of travel and everything like yeah. that and timings and all of that. So it, it, it's hard. People can be interested, but other things may not work out so they might not be able to attend um so it's tough and what we found the first two years we just had the one event in dublin like every year we had the annual conference and that was our only revenue stream (laughs) yeah well and the way we make money is through selling tickets yeah and sponsorships right um and over a 12 month uh, a 12 month sales cycle for one event is probably slightly too long it's it's doable right but you know, month 12 before the event and 11 and 10 before mm. the event, you're not going to get a lot of sales, yeah. right? You're yeah. so far away. No one knows what the you, hell they're doing you, in you October. Do th- <laughs> yeah, you, you do things like <clears throat> the way that we, we sort of make money in those times is like sponsorship renewals and, you know, giving like early birds on sure, sponsorship sure. renewals. So, so the, month, lock it in the month after yeah. the conference is actually generally a very good month on sponsorship oh, revenue. right, that's a good point, um, yeah. But then it kind of like dies down a little mm. bit because mm. you're so far away. Yeah. Uh, people start looking at the event, um, but they're looking at it for their budgets, but they're not making any, any decisions. Mm-hmm. But, in, it, but in general, like getting to the point, we, we found for the first two years, like like November through to maybe like February, yeah. very quiet periods in terms of revenue. But our overheads are still there, and yeah, we're still exactly. paying, <laughs> we're still paying off bills from the last event. Yeah, you still got so, a team. <laughs> yeah, so so we see that all the revenue yeah. that we build up and all the cash in the bank that you have by the time of the event starts to like yeah. dissipate by you know yeah, yeah, yeah. The, the christmas period and uh, all of a sudden you, you know you're having cash flow issues yeah, so we had yeah. cash flow issues <clears throat> for the first two years so what events people or events companies do is like to try and solve that is generally obviously find other new revenue streams mm. and you know generally they tend to do other events during those yeah. kind of different periods of yeah, the year yeah. so if you look at companies like web summit I, I don't know if it's like every quarter but i'm sure they have like an event or kind of sure, almost every quarter and they're that, doing like four yeah. or five events per year yeah so actually so this year um, maybe it was maybe the third year is the right year maybe it was one year too late um, but you know th- things are fine but now we started to do like multiple events and that was kind of one of the reasons yeah, yeah. that we we started to do SAS Stock on Tour which is the one day conferences which is yeah. you, you know uh, basically taking this across the globe yeah, to yeah. The, the local kind of you know SAS ecosystems and just doing a one day yeah. one day event so we have the partners there that actually they you, you know they're interested in going to like Tel Aviv or Berlin mm. but maybe they don't want to do their own event there and by you, yeah, you know yeah. by piggybacking on our event then they're getting that brand exposure at, you know at, at these events so we we've done five conferences already this year <laughs> uh, in the, in the last 3 yeah, months yeah. so we actually we did we've done two in June we did two in May um, and then we had one in March the London yeah, event yeah. So you say you don't get a holiday, Alex. You've been traveling all around. The world. Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. No, you you get, you get to see like we get to go to some nice places, yeah, yeah, yeah. but it, it's <laughs> mostly in conference I'm, venues. Yeah, right? I'm, I'm I'm absolutely shattered after yeah, yeah. after after the event. I, I generally try and sleep on the weekends. Yeah, so. yeah. Is there any uh, so running those smaller events? Is there any concern that that cannibalizes the main event at all, or is that? Yeah, really no. I mean, it, it's a good question. I think. Um, I, I I'd like to say it it, it shouldn't. I, I look at it yeah, as yeah. more it's sort of like helping build the funnel and the brand totally, awareness totally. for the for the main event. Uh, I've had the question kind of once or twice from people. You know, what is the difference right, right between yeah, yeah. SASDOC London and SASDOC eighteen? Right. Mm. 
Uh, I mean, primarily like Sastock London or the Sastock on tour events, they're just one day events, they're mm. single track, you know, content. Sure. We're bringing the local ecosystem together. Mm. So, you know, Sastock London, it was that, that London SAS crew, you know, yeah, they, yeah. they were all there and, and actually a few Europeans as well. They yeah, flew yeah. in to visit their <laughs> London SAS customers and yeah, do some yeah. business, right? Um, but it was just, it, it was one day, you know, there was no workshops, there was no parties and dinners, mm. you know, in the evening and that whole kind of Not experience. Guinness, you know, no, no, yeah. no Guinness. Yeah. Um, so, so that kind of, the, the, the Dublin event, the whole experience from when you come on the Monday and we're running loads of boot camps and workshops, yep. the welcome yep. parties, then we have multiple tracks of content, no matter what stage you're at, um, all the dinners and, you know, mm. more parties kind of in the <laughs> evening and more Guinness, yeah. right? Just coming to Dublin, you know, for, yeah. for, for the week and and then you're meeting founders from across the world which i think totally, is quite nice totally, you know yeah. to for you know for you to meet like chris from charge b and have yeah, breakfast yeah, with exactly, him you know yeah. um you know founders from chennai and you, you know uh, founders from sao paulo or whatever yeah, right yeah. it's it, it's nice right to yeah, see what yeah. people are doing in in other parts of the world and learn yeah. uh, learn from them um but so the sastock and tours are just local events but it does help so we, we did new york last week and right. um uh, that was great and <laughs> we, we basically put ourselves on the radar to a bunch of people that had never heard of us before yeah, yeah. and at the end of it you know there's happy hour which you know I love of course and, <laughs> uh, I was talking to a bunch of founders and they were like you, you know they really enjoyed the event and they'd learned a lot and they were really pleased that they that they came and they were like you know oh you know maybe they'd had a couple of drinks but they were like oh yeah we're really thinking about coming to Dublin now like yeah, you know yeah. it looks great you know sure, sure. so we'd put ourselves you know in front of people that had never you know you know heard of us before so giving them a sample of you know what our content is about and what we're about yeah, yeah. um so it, it, it serves you know it's a, it's a good like uh, marketing tool yeah, yeah as well as it helps us additionally you know with revenue um definitely, but definitely. um but yeah it's also challenging running like <laughs> yeah. multiple events <laughs> um yeah it, and it'll be before you know it will be in october and uh, <laughs> well that's it now getting over to dublin right? yeah i mean now I'm, I'm glad, so we've done these five uh conferences yeah. uh now we have a we don't have a break but there's no more conferences until uh, October until Sastock 18. So actually, I'm going to have my first vacation on Sunday for a week. Oh, amazing. Hopefully, <laughs> chill, chill Switch the for a little bit. Yeah. yeah. Ch chill out totally and then come back and then it's kind of like you know heads down full steam ahead for october making that you know as, as good as we we, we yeah, can get yeah, it to yeah. be um you know making sure that we get the three thousand people there um and then like after that uh take a very short holiday in <laughs> ireland uh um and uh, and then we'll have like amsterdam and sydney at the end of the wow. the year okay, um, yeah. um so yeah, yeah. there's a lot a lot of travel it's uh, yeah yeah yeah, yeah, yeah. It's, <laughs> exciting but knackering i bet um, indeed so yeah i mean there were a couple of other things i wanted to talk to you about like one of the interesting things uh from my perspective was you know when you've got thousands of people turning up to an event how do you how do you make sure the event still stays vaguely personal you know yeah, like, yeah, well, yeah. you know something like web summit is so huge now yeah, yeah. I, I it puts me off going to those events but i felt at uh sastock you know there was just the right number of people and the right balance and, and you could have you bumped into people 
Like, how do you try and maintain that? And, and are you doing anything specifically to try and? Yeah, yeah, we we we, we definitely think about. I I thought about it from the outset because obviously you know before or I guess when I, you know when we launched the first one, yeah. you, you know you don't know if there's going to be a second one. But I did have a kind of roadmap, and here's the yeah, vision yeah. of where we want to be in five years, right? Uh, and one of the biggest challenges I think like you know conference organizers have is that obviously you know they want to grow revenues. Mm. Um, and in order to grow, it's like, well, you have to kind of scale out the conference, right? Yeah, or do yeah. like more events, okay? Or, or do both. Um, and, and But then usually the user experience suffers, right? Um, and the thing like Web Summit, it, it, it's huge, right? And I think it's off-putting for like loads of people, but you can go there if you, like it, it you know, there's a bunch of like, depending who you're looking to meet, but there's going to be always um, a critical mass of new uh, prospects there, you know, VCs if you're looking to mm. raise, just, you know, customers or whatever. Uh, finding them and navigating in, you know, in a 70,000 sort of, you know, person sort of conference arena is tough. Yeah. But then they do like, you know, all the little parties and stuff like in the sure. evening and you go there and you bump into Des Trainer in a barbershop yeah. having a cocktail <laughs> or whatever, right? Uh, and and you, you can really get value out of it if you kind yeah. of know if you, what you're doing or how, how to kind of navigate these events. Not everybody does. Yeah. So you, you have to help people right you know you get a mixture of people some are introverts some don't know anybody some know like you know you'll bump you'll bump into like the big london ecosystem mm. there and and chat with your friends and go out for dinner with them um but what we have is basically you know we're putting on this three-day event three thousand people you know the, the three thousand people are not going to all be there at any one time right <laughs> yeah yeah so like probably at any one time you might have like 1500 maybe like 2000 kind of max sure. and people are dipping in and out and having meetings and going off for dinner mm. um and then because it is uh you know this global event so we'll have a couple of hundred people from london right yeah uh, and so like in in your case you know you'll know a bunch of them not yeah, all yeah uh, and then you'll be able to kind of you know sort of know who's going in advance connect with them like hang yeah. out with them and it will kind of feel like you know personable to you and likewise with all the the different countries and you, you know there, there'll be this familiarity right sure. so people will be able to kind of find these people because it, it's still not that huge you know uh, at the moment whilst 3,000 sounds like a big number <laughs> but then we do like um uh you, you know on the, on the monday we have sas city which is our workshops and boot yeah, camps yeah sure so the kind of purpose around that is to get uh, leverage the fact we've got all these great speakers coming in, um, you know, from across the globe and getting more exposure to them, being a bit more like kind of in-depth, having more in-depth sessions. But also you're, you're going in a kind of like classroom style, like 40, 50 people. Yeah. And then you're going to be sitting with four or five people and meeting actually, you know, people that are not in your local ecosystem, yeah. but actually, you know, having like, you know, four or five hours with them, getting to know them a little bit better. Um, and I know so many people that have said like, oh, yeah, we met these people at the workshops mm. and we're still in touch with them. We've totally, formed, totally. We formed these mastermind groups or yeah. whatever. Right. So these type of smaller events we we run smaller events you know throughout like sas stock so we 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 have the the sas city uh, like workshops uh, we do pub crawls to try and you know bring people to kind of keep together again like in smaller groups dublin is a great place to have pub crawls <laughs> so many great pubs there are worse places i've yeah. tried them all um yeah exactly um and then um yeah you know we have the welcome parties and then basically you know people kind of run all their kind of like different events in the evening 
uh, and we, we we try and have this sort of like you know varied agenda uh, and it, I guess kind of like support people and encourage them in terms of you know what what they you know where they should be going um, um, so yeah we're like we're just kind of like running like multiple like smaller things within one big event yeah, um, yeah. Um, and I think like web summit kind of you know it, it does something similar I mean they have like 24 conferences you know yeah, in yeah. in one <laughs> conference it's kind of one conference but sure, it's the way they sure. they, they, yeah. they spin it um, <laughs> but yeah it, we, 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 we try and make those connections and no uh, absolutely and yeah from from you know I was obviously there last year and it was uh, seemed to really succeed in doing that I, I had a great time uh, I, I guess uh, oh, we, we don't have a ton of time left Alex but I did want to just touch on the whole selling sponsorships thing oh, yeah. quickly because <laughs> that fascinates me as well because you know that really is like b2b kind of sales right yeah, yeah, but yeah. how um talk, talk us through just how that that process has, has evolved over time and uh yeah 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 no it's definitely i mean the first year and again i think what was helpful i had 11 year sales experience right, right? Yeah, that so have, handy, having yeah. that enabled me to sell you know, in the first year we had like 24 partners right yeah. which actually i think is probably a little bit above average because it's actually it's hard selling sponsorships for a conference that's never happened before yeah <laughs> everybody asks for data like exactly of last yeah, year's yeah, event yeah. Yeah. who's coming um you, you you know like what is the demographic what is you know what is the audience have you got any photos and yeah it's like, i haven't We've done it before nothing. i haven't done it before i'm selling you the yeah. vision of what it could be yeah, right yeah. so so actually managed to do like quite a good job in that and and people like chart mogul who were the first sponsor um you know nick we did an interview with nick sort of last year and a few a few of our other partners uh, and actually he said like you know it wasn't i guess it was kind of the conference that he brought in but he uh invested in me he sort of like there was a yeah. trust in yeah. in me and you know because we'd been speaking for months like before then um uh, and so i think because i'd been building out this network through the podcast and through the blog people were sort of like okay he's yeah, sort of yeah. credible and we he's can legit. kind of we, we can kind of like believe that you know he's not going to take the money and it's not going to fail <laughs> and it's not going to run you know um so 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 that helped uh, i think that was a combination of my sales experience and, and so on but it's very b2b and i'd never done sponsorship sales before so i, I I've learned a lot about yeah. you know how to do that but in, uh, for the first two years um i was owning sponsorship sales so we right. didn't we didn't make our, our first sales hire uh until after the uh, after sasoc 17. oh okay um, yeah so like i i took it from 24 to 55 partners in in the second year yeah. but i was only spending like two days a week on it mm. if that mm. and then i thought well like if you know if we can get 55 partners and <laughs> with two days of your with time two days yeah. of my time uh, doesn't it not make sense to hire somebody yeah, full-time yeah. to do this right as, as much as i love doing it so so we hired christine and she uh she came on board in october and you know i was sort of proven right that like yeah. you, you know having somebody full-time you know i, th I th we've we've surpassed last year's uh, sponsorship revenue like already I, th I wow. think we're, we're, we're kind of on, on on our way to doubling it That's already amazing. Um, and now we're building out that sales team and like building yeah. out you know this kind of I guess the sales engine right yeah, yeah. so very similar into like um, with the SaaS company uh, you know thinking about you're building out the, the sales engine and totally. building out the marketing engines you know we're taking out that approach it's like okay this is working what do we need now yeah yeah like you know we need to invest more into it and like more people and uh, and so on so uh, the marketing the sales team is currently two people um, but uh, within the next month or two we're going to have like a head of sales mm -hmm. 
um, ahead of our startup program, which we sort of nice, launched this yeah. year, which is more kind of like entry level. Yeah. Um, um, and then we're going to have an account executive to look after existing partners okay. and an SDR for lead generation as well. Great. So building yeah, out proper that, so, full on almost the yeah. predictable revenue kind of. Uh, yeah, approach, yeah, ex yeah. Ex exactly. <laughs> it's B two B, right? Yeah, yeah. It's B two B. So it's a, a, lot, a lot of similarities, and you know the sales cycles can be anything from like 20 days yeah. i think the average if we look at so we use pipe drive mm. um if we look at the average kind of like uh, velocity uh it's like 45 days or something like that sales cycle really but from some, uh, someone just cold yeah yeah we, we it's a mixture of inbound and you yeah, know yeah. outbound um and uh um uh, but some of the some of the deals will take like six months, and they mm. would have maybe have like told us like no initially, and then like come back in. Yeah, they. they um, twice, so yeah. persistence and tenacity certainly <laughs> helps uh, as well. Absolutely. And you guys are, are, are sponsoring. <laughs> We're this looking year forward for this, to so. it. Yeah, it's, yeah, yeah. We don't sponsor a huge number of events, but yeah. Sastock ticked all the boxes for us. Okay. Yeah. No, please, please. Can't wait. Part and any excuse to get the team to Dublin. There you go. <laughs> Great stuff. Um, so Alex, one final thing would be, you know, you've built all this experience met all these SaaS companies any any advice for other folks out there yeah I mean I, I guess so if you're if you're looking to like drawing from my own personal experience right if, if you're looking for that entrepreneurial thing to do but you don't necessarily know what that is or you have, maybe have some ideas like I, I can't um, you know advocate enough for like just like experimenting and like mm. just trying things and you know um, pushing the you know yourself out of your comfort zone sure yeah. you know so like even so if you're a uh, a, a developer or whatever and just you, you know just writing a bit of code or you've got an idea just you know just just try it and experiment even if you're not necessarily thinking that might be a business because yeah you, you, you know the the most unexpected things w will probably yeah, turn yeah. into <laughs> businesses and the amount that I actually I, I see now like the parallels in uh, and maybe it's very common in an entrepreneurial kind of journey but how many businesses started where actually like you know there was never this intention to build sure. this particular business <laughs> yeah. but they, people kind of stumbled into it right yeah. so i think experimenting like uh is, is something that I, I would sort of like recommend and pushing yourself and yeah. then the other thing is i think it's like sticking with it like that tenacity yeah. right you know because we uh like it's hard oh, you you know right running a business is is hard but like you know especially in the first year there are so many moments um where you're almost running you know you're going out of business you're mm -hmm. running out of money and people think like oh should i be doing this should i go back <laughs> to the comfort of my old job yeah. but stick with it you know the first if you get through the first year you, you know yeah. then you've got better chances of succeeding totally, still totally. the chances of succeeding are very small yeah but e even like in the third year you know you, you have your days where you're like oh you know you know should, yeah it, it's, should, it's a roller coaster right? should, yeah <laughs> should, should i be do am i the right man for the yeah, job yeah, should yeah, somebody yeah. else be doing my my role yeah. or whatever but i think ultimately stick with it have the tenacity because if you if you do you know and if you can ride the bad moments yeah. right um you know then you're, you're kind of on your on your way so the good moments yeah, are worth it. Yeah. Yeah. experiment <laughs> and be tenacious yeah. great stuff thank you alex that's awesome um so where where can people find you on on the on the interwebs yeah um, I'm, i mean i'm i'm trying to be more more active uh, <laughs> although I, i'm i'm no sort of gary vaynerchuk but uh yeah on, on twitter i'm at alex thuma um on 
I mean, LinkedIn, I, I, I do some posting there. Ale- Alexander cool. Fuma as well. Instagram, I'm trying a bit more. I'm not, ah, I think the, the, the British yeah. are not, not great at like doing selfies. And we're, like still, being, we're still beginners we're not, at we're, the We're not like the Americans the who, who are great on, their, yeah. on, on the videos. But, you know, <laughs> you know I'm, I'm, on, I'm on the webs. Um, <laughs> and, um, but yeah, you know, mainly, mainly Twitter. So cool. find me at Alec, Alex Fuma, but obviously yeah. um, sas.com uh, for any info on, uh, on, on the conference. And, uh, and uh, sas.18 is coming up October 15th to the 17th. So great stuff. Hopefully we'll we'll be seeing Go Squared there. <laughs> I'll be there. Hopefully some of the audience <laughs> we'll will be there as well. There. Yeah, great stuff. Well, thank you, Alex. It's been a pleasure. No, thanks for show. thanks for having me on. Good stuff. Well, I hope you've all enjoyed uh, the show today. Um, as always, if you've enjoyed it, we'd love a rating on whatever podcast player you use. Um, and uh, yeah, thanks again to Alex for, for giving us a great insight into the world of events. And we'll see you next time. Thanks. Bye. <laughs>